Recorded in the studios at Mad Sky and Associates at 125 West Sunbridge Drive in Fayetteville. Produced by Brian Dean, it is time for the fastest hour in high school sports. This is the Ox and Oz Show. And now, here's your host, Mr. Jeff Oxford and Coach Randy Osnes. All right, everybody, I want to welcome everybody to the Ox and Oz Show. I'm Jeff Oxford, and I'm joined by my good buddy, Coach Randy Osnes. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing very well today. Brian's doing well. He, he was a little under the weather, and he... Uh, you know, went to the doctor, got a shot apparently, now he's all better. And I guess we better ask you, how are you doing today, Ox? I'm doing good, Coach. Thank you for asking. I didn't have to go to no doctor, didn't have to get no shot. I feel pretty good. Well, I mean, uh, you and I and, and Brian normally on a text on a daily basis, hey, this is what we're talking about the podcast this week. You guys have any ideas you want to add to it, so on and so on. And, you know, you and I are getting pretty good at those, uh, those gifts. You know, that we keep sending back and forth, uh, mainly to Brian. And, you know, I, I showed a little nurse there with a, with a syringe in her hand, ready to give a shot. And I guess I was just kidding, but apparently he was he was that under the weather. He had to go get a shot. So uh, Don't get me started on him, Coach. All right, here we go. You know, here he, it he's, is. he's like in concussion protocol. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'll be out for two weeks. So, uh, hey, state playoffs. The first round is over. And let me start out by saying, 85% of my predictions from last week were no good. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is we're sitting here looking at, you know, the 7A, and go ahead and say your piece on the 7A. I love the 7A because <laughs> here we are, we're through the first round, and you know what? You still got a majority of the teams. You got half of the teams in the whole 7A still playing football. Well, there was a lot of points scored. Uh, you know, Conway 63-21 over Rogers. Uh, you know, Fevel 44-14 over Cabot. Uh, Harvard 16-10. I mean, there's against Central. There, there's a defensive uh, game right there. And then Catholic and Van Buren, uh, 35-7 Catholic. Uh, of course, Catholic this week is going to get Bentonville. Um, Harvard is going to get North Little Rock. Uh, Fedville will have a rematch with Bryant. And then Bentonville West Conway. Well, a bunch of good games this week. A lot of good games in the 7 You know, I think, uh, I think North Little Rock-Harbor game be a good ball game. Harbor got to go on the road. You know, we, Brian and I were talking about that earlier. Um, you know, we were trying to compare some scores with, with Central and, and different you know, setups. Uh, of course, Harbor beat Central by six last week. Uh, North Little Rock played Central earlier in the year. And, and, and we're, we're picking North Little Rock uh, as an eight-point favorite on that Harbor game. But it could be a lot closer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Chris Wood always does a good job this time of the year. And, and those, he'll have those kids ready to play. That would be a good ball game. Bryant Fedville. I mean, what did Fedville learn from that early season game? And, and you know, that's a that's a tough matchup. But uh, I think it's going to be a lot closer this time than it was the time before. Benville West at Conway or at home versus Conway. I'm, I'm going to have to go. I'm, I'm, I got to be honest with you. I'm going with both Bentonville teams this week. So I think you're going to find the the one and the two out of the West. And I'm hoping I'm hoping that you see the three and the four out of the West too. But um, anyway, we'll uh, we'll move on to six A. We're going to go to 6A now. And, Coach, give us some scores from last week. Well, Ox, the, the main game that we were really concentrating on last week from uh, any teams up here was Siloam. You know, Siloam goes in as a sixth seed for the West, and, and they beat Marion 23-13. The only problem with that is now they get to make a trip to Greenwood this week because Greenwood had a bye. Yeah, Greenland, Greenland goes in 5-6, and six, man. That's a tough, tough road trip going down to Greenwood. 
Hey, what about that Sheridan Pine Bluff game, man? It's 49 to 48. Can you oh, Ryan, Ryan's looking at me kind of confused. I'm kind of confused. You hey, said Greenland. We were talking about Siloam and Greenwood, and, and how did Greenland come into the Did mix? I say Greenland? Oh, yeah, you said Greenland. And somebody <laughs> hey, was 5 and 6. And I was I'm telling you, Siloam Springs. Siloam Springs. I guarantee Springs would love to play Greenland. <laughs> <laughs> but they're going to get on the bus at 5 and 6, and they're going to go over the mountain, and they're going to play Greenwood. And that's a tough game. Yeah, I agree. And I, agree. I know Benton's ranked number one in the state in 6A. I'm telling you, at the end of this here state playoffs, I'm picking Greenwood. Uh, you know, Greenwood is always well coached and, you know, fundamentally sound. I, I, I'm a big fan of Benton also because, uh, you know, their head coach was over here at Lincoln and, and, and did a great job with the Lincoln football program and, and also the, uh, the the baseball program. And, and you know, I got the head coaching job year four last, and I don't know. I, I, I think Benton's probably my favorite. Benton, you're picking Benton? I'm picking Benton. I'm picking Greenwood. All right. All right, so we all know how that's going to play out, <laughs> and you'll be in here saying I was wrong. All right, so 5A. What about 5A? 5A, uh, you know, last week Harrison beats Batesville 49-14. Uh, they're going to get PA this week who beat Magnolia 63-34. Uh, you move on down Valley View and Moralton. Moralton comes out as the uh, four out of the west and beats the east one, 37-27. So it's going to be, uh, of course, in uh, Arkansas Baptist beat Maumel, and then you go Moralton and Arkansas Baptist. Uh, you roll right on down to Lakeside and Whitehall. Whitehall wins 35-0. Forest City and Alma. Alma wins a close one, 34-33. They get Whitehall this week. And then you get down here towards the bottom of the, the bracket, Little Rock Christian. Defeated Fairview 36-14, and one that I I didn't see it coming. I, I thought Bologna was probably maybe the the third best team in this bracket. Bologna gets upset by win 46-45. You're right. They're done. They are done. They're done. Here, let me tell you something. Harrison and Pulaski Academy. Pulaski Academy goes on the road, has to go to Harrison. Tough place to play. I'm picking the Goblins. I think the Goblins are going to beat Pulaski Academy. I, I agree with you on that. There's no telling. I mean, we've got a repeat of the, the you know state championship game from last year. How many onside kicks? I mean, over and under on the onside kicks for this game. Well, I mean, Harrison's defense is pretty solid. Yes, sir, they are. You know, but I still I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, I, I'm going I'm to go ahead and say Moralton. I, I think Moralton's going to win. Uh, boys, I, I mean, I've been – I don't know what to tell you about Alma. I mean, Alma started out 0-6. They reeled off 5. Yeah, how about that jo- that turnaround job? Yeah, that yeah we talked know. about that last week. You know, when they played Farmington, mm-hmm. um, you know, they – in my opinion, uh, gosh, what, how big was the quarterback for Alma? Or how big is he? He's easily 6 Six four, six five. Oh, he's, he's not that big. <laughs> he is, t- Jeff. I'm telling you, he may not be, he may not be six four, six five, but he's. He, I bet he's pushing it, and then I, and I would almost promise you that he's pushing every bit of two thirty, two forty. Well, they've kept uh, the ball in his hands a lot more since that game. He's six two, two thirty. Okay. Six. Okay. Man, what are you talking about? Six four. Hey, I'm just saying. I and keep in mind this. I saw him from the press box. And all I know is that when he stood up behind the line of scrimmage, he was seen over yeah, everybody. So, was, so what, who are you going to take, Ox? You like Alma or you like White? I, until Alma, until Alma hits a notch, I'm taking them, man. There you go. I'm right there uh, with you. Know, you know, Whitehall's the four seed out of Central, and they they upset Lakeside. So, you got a, you got a couple lower seed teams there. So I'm, I'm going to take Alma, and then Little Rock Christian and win. I mean, no, heck, Little Rock Christian, number one ranked team in state. I, th- I think they're going to win that game. So, let's move on to four A. 
Well, in 4A, the, the teams that we're looking at, of course, you have Shiloh. They, they're going to get Pocahontas this week. They'll Pocahontas come up to field the champions. And then you're going to get Star City and Pea Ridge. Uh, those are the two games that, that we're looking at as far as uh, this area is concerned. You got, yeah, you got two of the five teams left. You know, last week I picked Perry Grove to beat Hamburg. Perry Grove went on the road, scored the tying touchdown with about eight, seven and a half minutes left to go in the game, and then Dadgum missed a kick. You know, yeah. Dad, I hate, hate to see it like that, but uh, they end up getting beat 28 to 7. Uh, Gentry, you know, went on the road to, uh, to CAC and got beat uh, 49 to 20. Gentry, hey, Gentry had a great year. Uh, then, of course, you mentioned Pea Ridge. Um, you know, they. They got Star City. Uh, Elkins got beat by Warren, 34-19. You kind of talked about that, Coach, about deer season, you oh, know, and you, what you it's like to, Warren, to go play at Warren. You're going to see a lot of Warrens. Yeah. Pocahontas and grab it. Pocahontas. Hey, Pocahontas put up 68 points, Coach. Um, so think about this. Pocahontas won 68-28. to Shiloh beat Heber Springs 62-27. to this scoreboard may not be big enough to hold how many points that game goes. It may not. It may not. Shiloh, you know, they peak this time of the year and uh, playing good football, and yeah, that'll be a good game to go watch. There's a lot of good games in the 4A. Uh, Ozark and Warren. Ozark at home, that'll be a great game. Uh, Star City and Pea Ridge will be a good game also. So let's move on to 3A, Coach. Well, the one game that we're, we're concentrating on is, uh, you know, Greenland. Well, we mentioned Greenland when we were talking about 6A a while ago, but now all of a sudden here we are in 3A and we'll talk about Greenland again. They get to travel to Osceola. Boys, I don't know if you've ever been on No Yellow Dog, and I'm talking about a school bus, driving from here to Osceola. That's a long get trip. There. That's a long trip. We, we went there. Gosh, I'd love to tell you what year it is. If Coach Morgan was here, he could tell me right off the bat. But uh, that's a long drive, boys, and it's an even longer drive back home that night. Coach, there's three games in 4A that really, or 3A that really stand out to me this week. Um, you know, the Greenland Osceola. I, th I think that's going to be a great game. You never can count out Coach Lee Larkin. You know, I think I think you'll have them ready to go. Here's the other two teams that if I had nothing else to do and I could get in a private plane and go. I'd go down to Ryzen, Lamar, Ryzen. I agree. I think that'd be a great ball game. You're going, you're going to see some Ryzen. You're going, you're going to see some outstanding athletes, and you'll see some speed. That'll be a great ball game there. The other game uh, I think would be really good is Newport going to Harding Academy. Uh, that's another good game. Good athletes. Uh, Harding always has a good program. Uh, we say it so many times, but they are fundamentally sound. All right, Coach. Uh, do you, you want to you touch on the 2A right quick? Well, we can hit 2A and, uh, and and talk about, you know, a couple of games that we, we see in there that we, you've talked about. And you want to talk about athletes, uh, you know, Junction City, uh, Hector. Uh, that's going to be quite the game. Uh, Junction City had to buy. Hector goes in and, and beats EPC, you know, 57-36. Uh, Mountainburg, this is a game from uh, close to our area. Mountainburg is going to take on Desart. Uh, they get to travel down that way. Um, Desark, home of Coach Tracy Sutton. Is that where Tracy's I from? I think he's from down yonder. Um, that, that's about the only schools from our area. Uh, good luck to the Dragons from Mountainburg and, uh, and Greenland. Hey, Coach, how about the Ford Eyes Red Bugs? Well, you know, that's I don't know much about them. I'm going to be real honest well, with you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, when you look at that side, the bracket, that, there's some great games. Ford Ice is going to Magazine. But here's, here's a couple schools that we should be familiar with. Uh, you know, these are schools from back when we played. Hazen, mm -hmm. you know, Hazen is at home uh, versus Earl. So, you know, hey, a lot of good football in the 2A. So, you know, if you're if you're out and about on a Friday night, you can find some there, – there's 
there's three, four good games here in Northwest Arkansas, you got plenty of opportunities. Yes, you do. And like I said, that Shiloh-Pocahontas game is going to be a good game. High scoring, a fair more than likely. Uh, the two Bentonville schools, uh, a, lot of, a lot of folks coming in the Bentonville area for high school football on Friday night. Uh, a lot of good football games for us. All right, well, hey, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll probably – well, I don't know what we'll do, but we'll do something. <laughs> we will do something. Yeah. Make sure to stay tuned for the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. All right, Coach Osnes. Yes, sir. Guess who I got on the line tonight? This time I have no idea. I'm going to tell you. This dude here, I know him really well. We graduated high school together. We played basketball all the way through junior high, high school together. Played basketball in college together. This dude's not only, I don't call him, you know, my best friend. He's like a brother to me. But Kirk Sims. Kirk, how you doing? Good, good. Well, Coach Osnes, for some reason, wants you to be on the podcast. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I mean, I, I hear all the time about, hey, I played football back when they had leather helmets. I mean, if you played basketball with Hawks, that's back when they had the peach basket nailed to a tree, wasn't it? I mean, that's, <laughs> that was. <laughs> Boys, we was hey, inside. We could still put it in, though. There you go. I know you could. I know you could. Hey, hey Coach Osnes, here's the truth of the matter. Kirk, Kirk, he was at 6'4", forward, small forward. He played on a wing. He was like the three man. He was <laughs> left-handed, coach, oh, and so that—that's tough to guard. Yeah, you know, I was—I yeah. was always glad he was on my team, and I never had to play against him. Exactly. But mark it down. If I would play against, him, I would school him. Oh, Kirk, I don't know about that. I mean, you can jump in there at any time and and, and go back at that. Now, you guys played high school ball together, and and you played college ball together, correct? That is correct. And you guys had like a a roommate with you that is actually coaching up here pretty close to us now these days, right? Well, that, that, well now he he was he was my roommate when I finished coming up here. To oh, okay, school. okay. Coach yep. Neighbors was. Oh Kurt, my yeah, goodness! Yeah. Oh yep. my goodness! So, See, boys, but, how yeah. how the triangle just works right there. You oh, know, you oh, poor guys. Yeah. 
It is. <laughs> but truth of the matter is, you know, Kirk and I, we got to play in in the first game in Merle Massey Gymnasium. That That's opened right. up in Farmington. That was our junior year. It was supposed to open up our sophomore year. They put the new floor down at Buckle. So they yep. had to pull the floor up, redo it. And so we, we got to play in that first game. I didn't as, know that. As, yeah, as a junior year. Yeah. And uh, what was so funny about it, until we built Cardinal Arena, everybody still called that the new gym. Oh, well, I've, yeah. worked, I've worked there for 24 <laughs> years, boys, and, I, and trying to name all these gyms. I mean, I say the old gym, and now everybody's like, okay, which one are you we, talking we about? We didn't call it Merle Massey Gymnasium, and, and, you gym. know, which was, <laughs> it was a new gym. Yeah. And, uh, and if we wanted to do something in the old gym, that was the old gym. <laughs> but, yeah. Coach Ozens, Kirk was a, was, a, was a great player. You know, he was one of these guys that could crash the boards. He could shoot it well. And he could do that shot that you never see anymore in high school. You give him that 13, 14-footer off the glass, and he was deadly, Coach. Oh, I can imagine. That was, that was one of my favorite shots uh, was uh, using the board. And, you know, it's almost a lost art anymore. Uh, you don't see a lot of them. They all shoot at the rim. Uh, they don't use the glass and, and let it help, help you put the ball in the hole. Well, is that a situation where maybe one of your coaches say, "Hey, Kirk, here, here's how I want you to attack this. Here's the square. You know, we want to, we want to shoot it here." Was that something your dad taught you? I mean, what's the situation yeah, on that? It really was. You know, it was probably my dad as much as influenced on that. You know, uh, about angles and so forth. Uh, he was he was big on that, and and I drew that from from him, and and I just went with it. And to me, there was nothing better than. Uh, you know, that ball kissing off the glass and just going through the net, not even hitting the rim. So, Well, I'm, I'm telling you this. I mean, I, you know, he talked about, the, you know, you, you as far as how you shoot and being left-handed and so on. But about everything I've been told is what a great rebounder you were. And I can imagine, I mean, you kind of had an inside scoop on all the rebounds because any time the ball was going into Ox, it was going up. So you were crashing yeah. the boards. That's, that's not <laughs> true. That's not true. I never shot the ball. Oh, no. <laughs> I never shot the ball. I was, I was a delegator. I passed I the you. ball. Hey, Kirk, jump I, in here anytime if you, if you disagree, you, buddy. You know, that was one of the deals, you know, and, and uh, Jeff did like to shoot the ball, but the, <laughs> the, the thing was, was I never turned my back on Jeff because he would get up in the air and hit me with the pass, and I'd have an easier shot underneath the basket. And, and there's no telling how many times he'd done that over the years. Uh, drove in there, they all collapsed on him, and he got me a good pass. And, you know, that was always fun just, you know, because it was so easy then because everybody was on him. <laughs> <laughs> coach, we was uh, coach Austin, We we was a one A school, and uh, you know one game that really sticks out to me is uh, when Kirk and I were seniors. We go play in the Coca Cola Classic. We had a pretty good team. Yeah. You know? And Springdale, Springdale High invited us to play in the Coca Cola Classic. And who do we draw? Yeah. We draw Springfield Hillcrest, the defending four A champs out of out of uh, Springfield. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they they had scouted us a little bit. And they come out in the first half, and, and they were double-teaming me. And Kirk lights them up. I think Kirk had like 24, 25 points, something like that in the, in the first half. Yeah. They come in, yeah. they go in at halftime, and they make some adjustments. They said, that left-handed dude, we got to stick him. So they come out, and they stick him, and I light them up the second half. Now, we, we end up getting beat in triple overtime. But when them boys when them boys left the gym that night, there was there was a six four brown haired boy and a six four red headed boy. They didn't want no more. 
Yeah. And, and you know, those there's some good times, man. We had you some bet. great times. So you guys are talking yeah. about being six four. I mean, both of you grow four inches in college, or what's the situation? Because <laughs> and neither one of you six four today. I can tell you that. I mean, I, I'm five ten. I walk up to you. I, I can tell you right now. You're both of you are almost a foot taller well, than I am. Here's the truth, yeah. coach. You're five seven. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> I don't know where you've been measuring. <laughs> so tell me, tell me this. I mean, uh, you know, you guys talk about playing ball together and so on. Some of the guys that you played with in high school and who who were your coaches at that time? The the guys that you played with in college and who were your coaches uh, during that time? And maybe some about them since uh, since back in the day what are they doing today i, I tell you you know vernon harris uh was our coach up until until our senior year and and uh, there's and i always thought that we'd love to have had him our senior year and uh you know and things just change and and uh, we got had ronnie davis and, and davis done the best of good with what we had you know at the time because we had several guys that, that just didn't come out uh, and, and play our senior year that, man, I would have loved to have, uh, you know, you, you think back and you want to go back in those days and, and bring in a couple of guys that played with us all the way up to our junior year and then didn't play in our senior year. And you think about uh, the, the what ifs. And, uh, and, and that's, that's some of the stuff that always gets you is those what ifs. Now, and you're right, and Coach, Coach Davis, you know, Coach Davis, I love Coach Davis. That's my coach. Uh, Coach yep. Harris, you know, he went back home. He was from Mountain Home. He went back yep. home, coached at Flippin', and just this last weekend, he got inducted into the Flippin' Hall of Fame, Sports well, I mean, Hall of he, Fame. Didn't he win yep. a, a girls' state he championship? He won a girls' state championship Flippin', yeah. at Flippin' when his daughter was in school. She was a great player. Uh, you know, Kirk and I had the pleasure, our freshman year in college, there were six guys on our team that went Division One. Oh, wow. Now, we, yeah. we, we had a Doug Dennis from Harrison who'd come back. He, he had originally signed out of high school. He originally signed with the University of Texas. Uh, he got into it with a coach. He'd come back. Uh, we yeah. had a 7-1 guy that had uh, signed with Southern, uh, South with SMSU, which is now Missouri yep. State. Right. Uh, he got yep. into it with Coach Spoonhire, so he'd come down. We had a guy by the name of Mike Paul that was from down around Dumas. Mike was a 6-5 guy that had about a 41-inch vertical. Good yeah, um, Jump out yeah the now, now Doug Doug Dennis Doug Dennis went to play Texas A and M after he left yep. North Ark and he when when Texas A and M played Arkansas his junior year he was the CBS player of the game. All right, uh, John Potts the seven one guy he signed with Texas A and M but he did not qualify he went to he ended up going to a smaller school. Mike Paul the guy I just told you about he signed and went to Ole Miss and played his last two years in the Southeastern Conference. Uh, Kevin McElwain was a six-seven, six-eight left-handed shooter that weighed about a buck thirty, but boy, yeah. <laughs> but now he can light it up. Uh, he went to the University of New Orleans. Uh, yep. Sean Warren was a five-eight and a half. You remember those old Leaper machines? Mm -hmm. He was on yep. the cover of that Leaper machines brochure because <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. that's the only weights he ever did. <laughs> Sean was five-eight, had a forty-four and a half inch vertical. Oh my goodness! And could dunk the yeah. ball any way you wanted to, which was very intimidating when the dude five-eight. It's like a spud yeah. yeah. type situation. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and so we we were surrounded by guys that could play, and yeah. it was very difficult. You know, you go from uh, you go from playing in the one A West. The playing, playing with guys like that is very humbling. And you have to find your niche. Yeah. You know, and my niche what was, can I do? My niche was the bull in the china closet. You know, well, that's yeah. what I'm good at. But anyway, we, we had some great times. We played on some great teams. And matter of fact, our freshman year, 
I believe that's the only team North Ark ever had that beat West Ark. Oh, wow. It was. And, and uh, yep. we was down 10 at halftime and come back and beat them by five. So, yep. you know, and, and, and that year uh, West Ark went on to place fourth in the in the JUCO. They got beat in the semifinals of the JUCO tournament. So, you know, that's a great team. But we a lot of great experience. Like I said, this this dude, he's he not only my friend, I consider him like a brother. Well, here, here's the one yep. thing about Kirk, and he and I have a lot in common. Uh, well, definitely one thing in common is, you know, you and I do the football games for Farmington as far as the uh, broadcast. And you and Kirk do the basketball games for the broadcast. And, uh, you know, that, that sport to me, I, I love basketball, but the, the pace is a little bit quicker. And as far as me being a color, I mean, by the time they're down and back, I mean, there's two or three stories I would have told we would have lost three three minutes in the ballgame. Yeah. Kirk can stay up with it. He can talk about flex offense or flex defense. I mean, flex offense. He can go man. He can talk about zone going, you know, yep. you name it. And boxing one and so on. You guys do a great job with that, and and, and Farmington is definitely uh, lucky to have you guys doing that broadcast. Yeah, you know, and I I asked people, I was like, you know, because you don't know how you sound sometimes on on the doing that broadcast, and and I've had nothing but positive from uh, me and Jeff, and and I've heard even the same thing with you guys on the football. So it's a uh, it's really great. Uh, it's a fun get fun to do that broadcast out there get to watch those kids play and go up and down the court and you know like we you know we get to we get to talking about a few old memories while we're we're there on the uh, broadcast and and get to talk about what's going on out there and, and some of the kids that that man they're playing right now it's they're so good it's crazy it, it is amazing i mean you guys are talking about the guys that have 41-inch verticals and 44 and so on. I mean, just watching these kids today, how athletic they are, it's phenomenal. You know, we're, we're fortunate enough we're going to get the opportunity not only to talk to you tonight, but also Brad Stamps, and we're going to talk about the boys' basketball preview and, and the girls next week. But, Kirk, like I said, God bless you for hanging out with Ox. I know what it's like, man. We well, I want to clear something up before, before Kirk gets on. At no time did I say I had a 40-inch vertical. Please understand that. I never had a 40-inch vertical. Well, hey, I never said that. Did yeah, you say that, yeah, Brian? Yeah. Nope. No, but, no. but we do know one thing for sure. We got yeah, at least but, one truth out of it tonight. Yeah, that's right. Very true. We were talking earlier, and, you know, and, uh, you know, one of those memories come, come up, and and uh, I was asking Jeff if he remembered. I think the only dunk that he had in a game, and it was at De- Decatur, <laughs> of all places. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it, it was one of those deals that, you know, as a high school kid, you know, doing that in uh, a 1A, it, it was just something else then, you know, for us. So, and, and you know, you, could, you, could, stuck. you couldn't dunk in warm ups because the fish will be out there and there's a timeout, you know. And right. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yep. I don't remember exactly how it transpired. I just remember that all of a sudden I'm up by the rim, nobody's around. I thought, boys, well, let's dunk it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now I'm very thankful I didn't miss. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, That's right. <laughs> well, well, hey, Kirk, thank, thanks for joining us, man. And uh, we, hey. we appreciate it. And, and uh, Thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. It's good to always talk a little bit about basketball and old memories. All right, my friend. Well, for sure. You, uh, you have a good one. We'll talk at you later, all right? Okay, talk to you later. All right, man. All right, bye. Make sure to stay tuned for the Oxidon Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. 
If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week, and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high-quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Hey, Coach, guess who I got on the phone now? Uh, this one I actually do know and, and had great fortune to, to meet Coach Stamps a couple times. But I'm going to let you go and introduce him, talk about him, and then we, we got a list of questions we want to hit him up about. Well, for, okay, for you basketball junkies in Northwest Arkansas, you're going to know this next dude. This is Coach Brad Stamps. And, and Coach, is a, he's, a, he's the head coach of Federal High School. You know, Coach Stamps graduated from Federal in 1989. I'm pretty sure that it was 1987 uh, they won a state title while he was playing. Uh, you know, he's he's coached uh, Shiloh, uh, Harbor, Springdale High most recently before he went uh, back home to Federal. Uh, you know, this dude can coach, man. I mean, he's like the 2000, 2014 Kerm Dream Team Coach of the Year. You know how you like a Burger King All-American <laughs> coach, Osnes? This is the Kerm Dream Team Coach of the Year. Coach Stamps, how you doing? I'm doing great. I appreciate that introduction. That's good. Hey, hey, Coach, when you go in the Hall of Fame, I want to give you a speech. <laughs> I mean, I know some of the people that you had to play with and you had to overcome. I'm talking, you know, like like J.D. Dudley and people like that. You were, you've been able no to adapt and overcome. But There's no doubt about that. Those influences are, are still big to me to this day. Coach, you you play or you coach in a tough league. It's no different than when you played. When you played, that was a very tough league. But when you yeah. look at your league, which which is the 6A, which because Coach Osnes, it bugs him that there's no 7A basketball. But, <laughs> but do you play in the 6A? And and Coach, give me give us a little give us a little outlook on the league you're going to be playing in this year. Yeah, it is a really good league. You're right, and uh, you're in, you're out. You know, it's it's a battle. Um, you know, usually there's there's three or four of us that uh, you know, or they they would say was top heavy. But then you look at the bottom half every year. The bottom half's competing and uh, and winning games. So this year going into the league, you know, there's the Harbor is going to be really good. They uh, they were going to be good anyway, and they added a couple pieces uh, in the off season. Um, you know, they've still got the, the Lawson Jenkins kid who can shoot it and score. Uh, led our league in scoring last year, got him back, and then the Buchanan kid 
that also, you know, is a high score. So they're going to be they're going to be really good. Bentonville uh, going to be well coached, and, and they've got a good group of, of sophomores mixed in with a couple of returners that uh, played big minutes for them last year and productive players. Uh, Rogers has really come on the last few years. They've had coaching change. Uh, Coach Lamont does a, a fabulous job with his kids, and, and they've got you know their five uh, five guys back, uh, and they're going to be a force uh, to be reckoned with too. Just the style of play they they play. So I would say just those you know right off the top of my head, those three uh, you know are going to be going to be really good, and then. Even after that, I mean, you look at Heritage every year that, you know, that Coach Olson has been there. They, they're just competitive. You know, he does a really good job with the personnel he has. He puts them in, in spots to be successful. Um, so, you know, Bentonville West, Coach White, his kids are always going to be tough. Uh, they're going to be tough-minded, and you know, they're going to guard you, and, and they're going to do some good stuff too. So I look forward, you know, it's going to be the same as it usually is, and it's going to come down to the last, you know, Friday night of the season to determine who that conference champion is. Well, Coach, you, you talk many, a lot about all these other teams, and I know you guys are very, very talented. Talk a little bit about the, the players that you have this year and your expectations for your team. Yeah, you know, our expectations at Fayetteville High never change. and It's always to, you know, short-term is to get better every day. Uh, but, you know, we – We've got a long history of, of having conference success, and and, uh, and we don't want that to change. And, you know, we, we tell our kids all the time that the tradition here, you know, and then we remind them of that. And, uh, you know, we're trying to hang banners. And, you know, so we started on that. We had a benefit game this last Saturday against the Wasso, Oklahoma. We opened up this week, uh, Thursday, at Mountain Home. And so, you know, I like our group. Uh, we got uh, our big fella back, Tamari Relliford. Uh, he was a 6'6 All-State player last year as a sophomore. Uh, he's really improved his uh, basketball IQ as well as his skill level over the summer. And then his little brother, uh, Isaiah Relliford, you know, was a freshman last year. started every game and was a newcomer of the year. And so uh, those two coming back. And, and then Connor Barnett was kind of our glue guy. He started every game last year as a junior. He's a senior coming back. And then we had a move in. Coach Musselman uh, hired Corey Williams as his assistant coach, and his son, CJ, uh, came on board with us, and, and so we were excited to get him. So, you know, I, I like our group. Uh, you know, I like our chances, but we've got to continue to get better every day. So what, what, what grade is CJ in? He's a junior. So, so, so uh, you're going – you got, what, three juniors and a sophomore in your starting lineup? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And then, you know, our first couple guys off the bench are also underclassmen. So well, the future looks bright. we got right. a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it. You know, and Coach Adams told me. He told me when he hired me, he said, hey, I'm not going to leave the cover dry when I decide to hang it up. And, and he definitely did. So I can thank him for that. Well, that's something that, that I was telling Coach Adams. We, we was talking a little bit, you know, about that program. We were talking about Coach Adams and – and you know yep. when I when when I was in high school and when you was in high school he was a coach at Woodland, and you know the yeah. the, the federal the stability in the federal program is pretty much unmatched uh, when you stop and think well, about it. I appreciate it. you saying that. That that means a lot to hear that, and, and we feel that, yeah. And I I can assure you that it's it's something that you know that for me personally I don't take lightly, and I know that the. Uh, 
you know, the responsibility of, of being the head coach of Fayetteville, what that means to a lot of people. And, you know, it's been in-house. You look all the way back to Coach Kretschmeyer, who you know, I was fortunate enough, blessed enough to play for uh, his coaching tree. You know, Coach Barry Gibhart, you know, played for him and coached there. And then Coach Adams comes along, played for him, coached there. And then to have the opportunity to replace uh, Coach Adams as he retired was it's special. And, uh, you know, we we definitely, uh, you know, can can thank those guys that, that paved the way before us. We're, we're proud to be a part of that. Well, Coach, I can tell you one of the, one of my childhood memories was uh, sneaking into the gym when Kretschmeyer was coaching, uh, and I was, like I said, an elementary kid, and I, I snuck in there with a couple of my brothers, and it's the first basketball game that I went to where they turned the lights out and introduced yes. the players. And like I said, it's an old facility, and uh, and Blackwell was playing at that time. You know, he went on and played TCU, yep. And, yep, and I sit up there. Yep. I sit up there about three rows from the top and just watch him drain it all all night long. And uh, you know that was a, that was a unique experience, and now you see that in a lot of different places. But you guys were like some of the first ones that implemented that. That was just really cool atmosphere. Well, here let me let me, let me throw you this out. You gonna go back into this one? No, no. Let me tell you this. This is what worries me more about this staff here is he he can form a three on three team. Of just <laughs> just his staff. I agree. And I beat agree. anybody in the country. He could he well, could take on any high school coaching staff in the country. <laughs> hey, coach, tell I, tell, I tell the people that. who don't know. Tell us who your assistants yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, and you're right about that. I I, I got beat last year in the uh, faculty uh, student game by the other faculty team, and, and I told people I said, hey, I'm no longer losing that game. I went out and <laughs> done, so, so we better win it this year. But no, I. You know, on the job, when I got hired, I, I got to uh, interview a lot of people for assistant job. And and so uh, a fellow, Nikki Bradford, was coaching in Lake Kansas. And, and the Bradford family goes way back, a long tradition of Fayetteville. Uh, the oldest brother, Eric, was a bulldog and then played football for the Razorbacks. Middle, uh, the, the middle brother, uh, Ramon Bradford, uh, was my high school teammate on the '87 state championship. And was lost his life. Uh, yeah, he was a good friend of mine. He was a great man. Yeah, he. I miss him daily, yeah. and uh, so you know, it was pretty easy for me to to reach out to Nick and see if he was interested. And, and when he he told me no the first couple times, just because of the situation he was in there with his wife's job and and things, and and uh, eventually, you know, he he wilted on me and decided he'd come back, and it's been awesome. Uh, and then. You know, Ronnie Brewer uh, wasn't in coaching, but I coached Ronnie in seventh, eighth, and ninth grade at Woodland Junior High, and then coached, moved up to the high school and had him 10th, 11th, 12th. So, you know, to have a former player and a, and a guy that, you know, is an ambassador, not just for Fayetteville High School, but the University of Arkansas, and to, you know, to finish his pro career and, and put his, you know, his roots down and back where it all started for him, he reached out and said, Coach, I want to come join you. And so, I mean, what are you going to say, you know? And so uh, to bring him on board with what we already had with Coach Bogart uh, and Coach Rose, um, you know, coaching our freshman teams, I, I feel like, you know, our staff is, is pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also got an opportunity to hire Tyler McCullough as our sophomore coach, a uh, big seven-footer that, that played at Fayetteville. So we've got a lot of purple on our staff, and that's, like I told you before, you know, that's important to, to a lot of people. And uh, I like being surrounded uh, by those guys that have the same the same goals as I do, and that's to make sure that Fayetteville High School is successful. Well, there's something to be said for tradition, and it sounds like you guys are, are trying to bring 
bring the troops back home to uh, you know share your wealth of knowledge and and coach I tell you what we we think you do a great job all the way around you said you mentioned coach Bogart uh, tell us a little bit about those younger those feeder school those feeder teams yeah as a matter of fact that's why I'm over here in Siloam tonight they're playing in the Allen Classic well Coach Rose is Coach Bogart plays tomorrow night Bentonville but uh, you know they're both going to be they're both going to be pretty good they're they'll both be well coached and disciplined. Um, you know, I hadn't got a chance to, this is their first, their opening night, but I have been watching them practice in the mornings, and, and uh, there's some good pieces, and you combine them, you know, when they come up to sophomores, uh, the two teams, and, you know, you, you like what you got. Uh, you get 10 starters, you know, coming out of freshman basketball every year, and so uh, that's exciting, and then you got the depth, you know, behind them, and so I like our feeder systems, and then you look at Woodland and Ramey, uh, you know, they're, they're both going to be pretty solid this year as well. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about the future of basketball in Fayetteville for sure. Coach, I got, <clears throat> I got just a couple more questions for you. Uh, I'm a basketball junkie. I love basketball, yeah. and there's several people in Northwest Arkansas that, that, that they're the same way. Now my kids are grown, and so I have a little more time to travel around and watch basketball. Who would you say, is there a couple guys in Northwest Arkansas that you'd say, Jeff, you need to go watch these guys play? Yeah, I mean, I look around, not just our league, because our league, you know, I get to see them firsthand and, and get to see film on them all year long. And so, I, you know, I, most of my uh, basketball with my own eyes, I get to see in our league, and there's, there's a lot of good players in our league. Uh, Jeff, but I'll, I'll tell you, just outside of our league, you know, you look around and you can find them in all the all the smaller schools uh, as well. Uh, I'd say right off the top, you know, I'm, I'm just talking about our league, got the Lawson Jenkins kid at, at Harbor, uh, 6'5", wingman that can shoot it. Uh, he's pure as it, as it, as it is, and, and uh, you know, I really like him. I like his game uh, a lot. Um, you know, and we have a tough time with him. Just he's a tough matchup on night tonight for us. Um, then you, you know, Bentonville's always got a uh, a player or two, and in their freshman group, well, they're sophomores now. Their freshman team last year was one of the better freshman teams that I've seen in a long time, and, and they don't have just one; they've got several pieces. Uh, so that group's fun to watch. Uh, but you know, the state of Arkansas right now, in my opinion, is as good as it's been. Uh, across the board in all classifications um, in the last 15, 20 years for sure. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Coach. Um, what about what about the kids down north side? Yeah, Big Jalen. Uh, they've, got, they've got a couple down there, too. They're defending two-time state champs in our classification, and they're going for a three-peat. And Big Jalen, you know, 6'11", can step out on the floor and shoot it. Uh, which we would prefer that he stays out there about 22 feet in the basket when we play him, but, but, he, but he's got a soft touch, you know, and yeah. he can shoot it. And, and uh, he, he single-handedly dominated our state tournament last year. Yeah. I thought Coach Burnett did as, a, a good a job of coaching last year as he ever has because uh, he, he played through Jalen, and, and Jalen decided he was going to, you know, dominate that state tournament. And they got Isaiah Jones' little brother. Uh, that's a good piece. You can shoot it and score, and, and so you know they're going to be they're going to be the favorite. They have to be the favorite uh, in our classification to win it again, just with everybody that they got coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope I hope next Saturday uh, that he decides to be a Razorback 
Well, I, th I think he will, Coach. All right, here's the last one. Coach Ozis and I, we play for what we've – we played football for a guy that we think's a legend. We, we played for Co Coach Allen Holland. You, oh, play, yeah. you played basketball in high school for a person that I also feel is a legend. Could you tell us a little bit what that was like? It was tough. You know, I tell people all the time, you know, it, while you're playing for them, and you guys probably feel this way about Coach Allen, like while you're playing for them, they have a way of challenging you. And they had, and Coach Kretschmer had a way of you never were allowed to have a bad day. And what I mean by that is we all go through things and kids go through things during the day. But when you stepped out on that floor, uh, you know, it was about getting the most out of you on that day. And and I, I just specifically remember so many times that, you know, whether, you know, I got a fight with my girlfriend or, you know, I, I did a battle on a test or whatever it was, when, when we came out on the floor, it was for that hour and a half, two hours, it was nothing in the world was more important than having two hours of a solid basketball practice because he demanded that. And, uh, you know, he was tough. There was times, you know, uh, to be honest, there were a lot of guys that I played with in junior high that didn't play in high school because they were intimidated or scared uh, to play for somebody that demanding. Um, and at the time, you, you question sometimes, but at the end of the day, and now that I look back, uh, there's so many things, life lessons that he taught us that stuck with us. And, and I, I, without a doubt, I think we'd all go back tomorrow and do it all over again. And so he was, there was net, the greatest compliment, and you guys know this, that Barry in it, uh, the greatest compliment I believe you can give any coach on any level is because we traveled all over the state back then. We we played outside the state. We got to go to Hobbs, New Mexico one year. And every single game that we ever played in and all the different styles and, and philosophies that you play against, there was never a time in the three years that I played for him that we ever had a situation come up that we weren't prepared for. Uh, there was never a trick. There was never something we hadn't seen. And to me, that, that that's great coaching. Uh, we were always prepared for anything we might see. Well, I know that he was he was his shadow. His shadow was very large. But you look at the guys that played for him and what what they've done and the success they've oh, yeah. had. You know, he he was a he was a great coach. Um, you know, I know he was very disciplinary. And I know you guys ran a lot. <laughs> But, but hey, uh, you know, name, name a coach that hasn't, you know, that, that, that's been successful that they haven't been that way, you know. And, and uh, you do a lot of things that, that I see. Um, i got to be quite honest with you, Coach Stamp. You do some things that, that remind me of, 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 of him, just like Coach Osnes does things in his program that remind me of Coach Holland. You know, and, and I don't well, – I, I can't – Coach Osnes would tell you that's a great compliment. It is. It definitely so. is. Well, Coach Stamps, I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time to join us. I know you're a busy guy. Um, I want to wish you luck this season. I look forward. I'll probably catch you a couple of your games this year anyway. But um, you know, I know, I know, I know your team. I know how good you're going to be. Uh, so, hey, good luck, man. I wish you luck, and, and thanks again for joining us, Coach. Thank you very much. Uh, you got. Hey, I appreciate you guys and, and what you're doing with this. Uh, you know, at any time that you can promote high school athletics. I'm all about that, and for what you guys are doing, boy, I, I really salute you, and I wish you well in it. And if you ever come to our gym, you know, come find me, and I'll get you a hot dog or some nachos. There we go, boy. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Coach Stamps, I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
Make sure to stay tuned for The Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. All right, everybody, we're back. Jeff Oxford, joined by my good buddy. Coach Randy Oz, sometimes he's my good buddy. Tonight he's my good buddy. My good buddy, Coach Randy Oz. Coach, how's it going? It's going well. I know we uh, we try to end each one of our shows with maybe a, a topic that you know people have uh, sent in emails about. Uh, you know, you, you're going to hit our email address here in a little while. We're going to talk about sponsors and so on. But I, I really think that maybe let's talk about sponsorships and, and advertising in the high school game, facilities, whatever it may be this day. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie, you guys give me a hard time all the time about playing football back in the days in leather helmets, but, you know, I graduated in 83, and there was no such thing at the time as far as advertising and, and sponsorship of a high school team or anything like that. I know it was into my early days of coaching before we got a contract with Coca-Cola. It was kind of a, an odd deal. You know, there's Coke right. machines here, there, and everywhere, and you had the opportunity that, you know, to buy Cokes on campus. And, and now you can buy out of those machines is water. But I think at that time, you know, schools got a certain percentage of it, and it went towards the athletic program. So uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I mean. Well, as far as when it, when it got introduced, I can't, you know, I don't know exactly when that was. But I know that when in I graduated in 95 from high school, and we, we had at least a shoe deal. Because every one of our game cleats was by Puma. Now, wasn't that soccer? <laughs> Does he, did he play soccer? That's it, a Texas thing. <laughs> it it, it, it might have been a Texas thing, but I mean, you know, every one of our game cleats was by Puma. And so I don't know if 94, 95, that's when it was introduced or not, but nowadays. I mean, you're seeing Under Armour. You're seeing Nike. You're saying Puma. I'm thinking back to the days of Spot Build. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those, those were the shoes that it was about the eighth game of the season before you break those bad boys in. Yeah. yeah. Condo got a Colored in the star. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, well, what? I mean, 
what type of advertisement are you talking about, Coach? When I drive by your softball field, there's like 55 signs on the outside of the fence. Is I mean, is that what you're talking about? Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I guess that that is. There's in our program and our program, uh, you know, we have a certain budget. And plus gate receipts and, and right. so on and so on. Baseball has that. Uh, you know, your basketball program, your football program has gate receipts plus. And, but now you have, like, all these signs. I mean, back in – I don't remember when we played high school sports that, that you had all that advertisement. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. I, I just don't remember it. And it seemed like we had everything we needed to be successful. Right. So you want me to you want me to speak as a parent on this deal, or you want me to tell you from a school board standpoint? Uh, I mean, in all honesty, I I just had a question about it. I just right. don't well, let me, remember. Let me, let me let me tell you something. Okay. Back when we, when we played, as Brian Dean said in the leather helmet days, the cost of sports was or the football program and even the basketball program to a certain extent is so much cheaper than what it is now. Think about our longest bus ride. Where was it, Decatur? Right, yeah. Decatur or Mountain Bird, you know, going down the hill. That's right. And, and until we got the state playoffs, that was our longest ride. You know, you look at you look at the the fuel expense now for for buses. So, athletic budgets is something that school funds are so short that athletic budgets are short. And when you look at, let's just take the new Farmington football field. You know, it's got two big advertisers right out there on the turf. Hey, right. if we wouldn't have had those big advertisers, we wouldn't have been able to do what we've done. Uh, that's the truth of the matter. You use that money from those signs you sell to help uh, pay for your softball program and the travel and, and everything that you do. You know as well as I do, and, and you and I, we're good friends. We can talk about this real freely, and we have in the past. Uh, you know, that I wish as a school board member we could give every, every group out there unlimited funds. But the truth of the matter is you can't. And so that's that's the fundraising part of the sport. So you, you said, you, Brian, you played in the 90s. Mm -hmm. and, and obviously you were in the late 80s. Do you guys remember in the gyms, in the football stadiums, at the, at the ball fields that you travel around to, maybe even in college, do you remember the amount of advertising that we have today in the high school game? In the high school game, no. And, 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 in fact, you know, I was just thinking back to that as you guys were discussing that. The only advertising that I can remember on my high school or at my high school was just one or two signs that were attached to the scoreboard. And that was usually, you know, up here a lot of times you'll see like Arvest Bank attached to it or, or down in Alma they, they had a bank attached to it. And it was usually that person that funded – probably more than likely just the scoreboard. Yeah. But now you've got everybody that's, you know, you've got Arvest. Here you've got Arvest. You've got Bomb and Crossno. You've got Lewis Ford. And, and, and they're sponsoring not only the scoreboard, but the turf, the field, the you know, the maintenance. They're sponsoring hey. all of it, you know, fund, or funding all of it, I hey, should you, say. You, you, Coach Osnes, you sit up in the press box, you go down toward the field house, the indoor arena, you look at that big scoreboard, you see Lewis Ford, Wilms Tractor, you know, Sonic, uh, yeah. Freedom Power Sports. And when we was in high school, the one sponsor we had was Coca-Cola. They sponsored our, our scoreboard. That was it. Um, you know, so. I do remember that now. You're, you are right. You are yeah. correct. Yeah. We had that, and then I believe that they gave us cups. They did. That we had in the, in the athletic department. Yeah. So let me ask you this. I mean, I know this kind of expanding on the subject a little bit. 
we live in an area where, I mean, you can drive from here to Bentonville in 45 minutes. Uh, you've got 22 schools around this area. Mm -hmm. We have Lewis Ford and Williams Tractor, main two, I assume, that are big sponsors here at Farmington. And Arvest. And Arvest. Yes. Um, you move right up the road six miles to Fable. You know they have sponsors too. Does Williams Ford sponsor them? Does Arvest sponsor them? Does the same, well, all I'm, what I'm getting at are the same sponsors being hit Yes. By all these schools. I, I now, can tell you Arvis for sure. Yeah, and, and I can I can tell you from Williams Tractor, uh, just, just because of my dealings with them, but Williams Tractor provides all these schools with Rangers right. to drive around their football programs, you know. So uh, you're right, the same ones get. But, but look look who all's in this state, you know, you, you or up in this area. When you when you have Arvest, you have Walmart, you have Tyson, you have J.B. Hunt. You know, when you talk about those funds you have up here, uh, you know, Benville schools hit real hard with Walmart. I mean, Walmart right. is extremely good at helping um, the Benville schools. You look at Springdale and you have George's and Tyson, you know, both them guys, really, really good. So, you know, we're in a, we're in a blessed area, um, you know, but boys, I, I'll tell you what, we, we sure are thankful for, for Arvest and, and uh, Lewis Ford and them guys. But here, here, here's, here's what I want you to think about. You go to you go to the softball field, you see signs. You go to the football field, you see banners and stuff. Um, I get to think about it. you don't see that so much in gyms. You don't you don't see them. You know, you might see something on a court every once in a while. You know, um, but but as far as the advertising inside a gym, it's nothing compared to what you see around the football field. Wait a minute. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm sorry, Brian. Go ahead. No, well, I was just gonna say I think it I think it differs though. It may not be like plastered on, on the wall or on the field um, like it is in a football stadium, but I think because I can tell you when we go down to Alma, when we go down to Greenwood for a basketball game, instead of putting it on the court or on the wall, they've got I mean they've got video boards that they're running commercials for, and, and similar to here, but they you know at Greenwood for sure their their video board is four times bigger it's than their ours. Scoreboards. It's their scoreboards, but but I mean. It's it's no different. Farms and school board the same way, but I'm talking about every other sport has it somewhere else besides scoreboards. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, you know, I I'm as I'm as redneck as the next guy. I love NASCAR. You know, I, my buddy Victor Pacheco and I talk about <laughs> NASCAR every Sunday. Of course, it ended this past weekend. You know, with the championship right. and all that. And you know, I just it just seems like sometimes that that's where our high school sports going. And I understand that. Boys, I, I'm the first to tell you. I know I brought this subject up, but I mean, I know where our budget is. I know much. I know how much we have to fundraise annually to make sure that we keep doing the things that we have done and having the tools to be successful right. on an annual basis. And we can't do it without the the sponsorship and the advertisements that we get from all of our partners, our community partners, and so on here within within Farmington and Fayetteville. And we greatly appreciate that. But it just seems like to me we're getting to the point where. We may as well have advertisements all over our jerseys. I mean, it's just could, what they, that's what they do in you, the NBA. Yeah, Jeff, could you imagine that after after a Lady Cardinal softball victory, Coach Osnes gives his press his post game 
closing remarks yeah. to the reporter. Yeah. We'd like to thank and, you. And, We'd and like he, to thank and he starts off. First, <laughs> first of all, I'd like to thank uh, DuPont, and, and yeah. you know, I mean, and it goes into that whole yeah, spill. The old Frito-Lay Ford <laughs> DeMarini bat was really on fire tonight. Exactly. And she had that, she had that Jelco Chevron Mizuno glove, and awful good there at shortstop. I can hear it now, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to practice that this year. I might pull that on the Enterprise, guys. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. But, you know, and, and I think it's good. You know, sponsorships has got to be there. It, it, like like we've said, it's got to be there for for the programs to help fund it and things like that. But I think originally, you know, the, the topic, how far do how far can this can this go? And, how you know, how much more time? I mean, it wouldn't. How long but, until they start but, naming our fields and our facilities uh, after? Yeah, a I mean, farm to football first, field. Uh, yeah, you know. the very first game we had to put, uh, you know, we put up an Adidas logo for for Farmington Cardinal football, and and that sort of thing. So I mean, is this something that's going to continue to go and continue to grow for time to come, yeah, or is it, it, or is there going to be a line drawn? Uh, it's going to continue to grow, and it's. And and it's going to grow two ways. One thing is, coach, you you have you have people that's graduated from Farmington, and they go out and they become successful and they want to give yep. back. You know, um, you look at some of your signs, and, and I don't know what that number is, coach, but a lot. I would venture to say that a lot of those signs that you have, you have a relationship with them people. That's, you, that's very you, true. We either grew up with them, or they come through. They come through the school. Um, you know. I think that's common common yeah. practice. You know, person wants to get back to school. Boys, I'll tell you what. I mean, if I would have made millions of dollars playing, I would like to think I would get back to the school too. Right. Um, but, you know, hey, we live in a good community. We're very blessed. Very, very fortunate. And I, I would say, you know, every coach within Northwest Arkansas uh, could say the same thing, especially the guys that have to go out and fundraise. And, you know, you've got the athletic directors that are on the phone on a regular basis, you know, fundraising also. And, uh yeah, we are blessed in this area to have the the folks that you know sponsor and do advertise with us all. Well, you got anything else from the Goodrich Chevrolet right here at Snap On Tool? <laughs> I can tell you this: you know, we we talk about this each week and what we're going to do and how we're how we're going to set up our agenda itinerary for this show. And uh, you know, I, I just think it's gotten better weekly. Uh, we've gotten better with this. Uh, we can't thank the folks enough to come on and talk about high school sports. Cause you talk about being a, a basketball junkie. Uh, I just enjoy talking high school sports, and you know the amount of talent we have in this area, as far as all sports go, is phenomenal. Uh, Brad Stamps came on tonight and did a great job, and we appreciate him. I do have to say, boys, we, we we're missing out on a few sports that we're going to have to hit upon that I, and it's my fault, and we're definitely going to do this next week. We're going to talk about some wrestling. Uh, we're going to talk about some bowling, and we're going to talk about some swim teams. So, uh, I mean, there's some things that are going to that are going to pop up, and we're going to hit some coaches up, and we're going to talk about these other sports also. So we need to be prepared. That's that's correct. Coach Osnes is going to lay up the smack of down us on, on <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah, we, yeah. With some wrestling. Oh, we're going to call some folks, and we're going to we're going to definitely get some wrestling coaches on here to talk well, about wrestling. Well, next week we're also going we're going to hit girls basketball in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, we'll probably have Brad Johnson on to talk about that. Um, hey, I want to remind everybody of our email address right quick. It's oxandoz at gmail.com. That's O-X-A-N-D-O-Z at gmail.com. Uh, if you guys have something you want us to, to talk about, uh, please please drop us an email. We, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, if, if, there, if for some reason you don't like 
Coach Osnes. Feel free to drop an email <laughs> and tell go. us how, how, how you don't like him because I understand. You know, I've, I'm trying to figure out how to send a ghost email right now that can't be traced <laughs> back to me. But anyway, the second thing I ask is if, if you're out and you go to one of our sponsors, please let them know that you heard about us here. Uh, we, we sure would appreciate it. Um, Coach Osnes, you, you got anything? Uh, that's it. I've said my piece. I've had another great week. And, guys, and once again, Brian Dean does a great job producing this. And, and I know it took him a long time last week to put everything together because you and I are the two biggest cut-ups as far as this show goes. And we have a great time. And he, he God bless his patience for, for sitting here and, and allowing us to do what we enjoy doing. I don't know. I mean, sometimes – Sometimes you got to remind we're not trying to get to the moon. We're just trying to make a podcast. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> and have a great time doing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, hope everybody have a great week. We will see you uh, we'll, we'll, this one. We'll see you again next week. Hope you enjoy this podcast. Please let us know if you, uh, if you need anything. Coach, have a great day. You do the same. Thanks. Thanks.